how do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, then real is simply R N N. I still am embedded into the whole culture of it, so it's beyond just being a fan of listening to the music. R N N. How do you define real? Necessary. Shit. Talk to him. what I think real. When you talk about being real, being real is always R N S. I got what you need. Give it up. That's why I'm a real nigga. That's why I'm on some no, shit. No, that's why you're a real man. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of RNS Radio live on RoomServiceRadio.com. I am your host, uh, Nonski One, aka Rain Omega. Uh, check in, press play, and enjoy your stay. I got uh, I got roasted last time because I messed that up, but you know, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, man, I'm super grateful to be here today. You know, even when things ain't running as smoothly as I would like them to run, I know that everything's gonna be all right. And uh, you know, we here right now in the studio with a good friend of mine, my homeboy Zedek. Man, I've known this brother for a long time, man. Thank you so much for coming through, brother. Ah, ah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, um, we got a lot to talk about, man. You got a new project in the works, right? Yes, I do. New album dropping this year, man. Yeah. We got to talk about, of course, we got to talk about 2020, man. That was big changes for everybody. Oh, man. Uh, a lot of losses. A lot yeah. Of, a, lot of, a lot of losses, shedding tears. A lot of people that... It had to work and, and you know had to bend a different way you know what i mean so it, it was really crazy yeah sure. man for sure and um man we're gonna go all the way back we're about to be digging in the crates today brother man man real talk cypher cypher but uh but first man you know uh i'll get the, i get the opportunity and the blessing to premiere your track your newest track on my show man would you do me a favor and do some info man drop it in for us before i play it I mean, yeah, man, check this out, man. I got this album, you know what I mean? Hip Hop Grandson. I've been holding on to it, working hard on it for like about two years. And um, pretty much the song is called Where It's At. And it's basically off of like clubs and partying and coming together. You know, we come in cypher as us B-boys, you know, we do a little different than a lot of other people. So when you kind of hear it, that's just kind of what we do when you hear it we're gonna get down and get in the cypher and do our moves and we're gonna break and get on the groove so this is where it's at by zedek all right y'all we about to drop this real quick and we'll be right back Y'all ready to party? Come on. Get it did, gotta get it done. Most of you bitches be acting like they sell a bit. Niggas be eating on the pussy less irrelevant. Sometimes I'm playing against some games when it come to that. Big and hard, my alarms run to it's that. A party over here, over here, over here. 
Take being a gold digger too much out the ways. Now I'm just proud, but women be dressing all slutty. If you ain't got no money, they ain't trying to fuck with you. Running from you, like they had cooties back in the day. Smooth selling away, trying hard to get paid. Singing like Maxwell, dressing like Chris Brown, breaking like Lupe. Just trying to be me, keeping the sucker free. That money don't change me, but I change myself. Eating on collard greens and chicken man's bad for your health. Well, for the people ain't tight, need to be locked away. For the rappers now, have a lot to say. For the Bitch ass niggas that turn me away That's a day for you away from my new shit to play I ain't got time for your corny ass niggas today I got a lot to spit and a lot to say My flows is on it No cream, no hooked up on this Nigga hooked up on this Like a hippo man is hooked up on it Oh wait, oh wait Clean what it is Niggas looking for parties But it's alright here Girls be trying to wear a Gucci all the time She could be looking cute If she had to stay to mind It's a party over here, over here, over here It's a party over here, over here, over here It's a party over here, over here, over here It's a party over here, Party over here, party over here. Oh, where was that? Where was that? Where was that? Where was that? Oh yeah, where was that? Where was that? Where was that? Where was that? All right, we are back. That was Where Is That by Zedek. Off the hip hop's grandson album dropping this year, man. And you know, let me let me start by saying this, brother, man. Not to um, snitch on myself, but uh, like I have been notorious in my in my life for like not showing people the love and the support that I feel like now that my eyes is open. Like you said, you know, she could be cute if she had the mind state. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, my mind is open, and I realize, man, like, cause you know, for a long time, I took. From this culture, you know what I mean. Right, I right, took, right. took, took. You know, yeah, like you remember right. you see me at the jam, no, of course, of course. arrogant, no, egotistical. Of course. Yeah, and I now, think that's how we kind of met. You know, I said, "Well, go ahead." Yeah, I remember y'all when y'all was young, young, like yeah. young brothers, man. And I, you know, of course, I was trying to like, you know, boss. Just the tell them, just tell them the story right quick. How we met, man, because that's just how it's got to go. It just got to be like authentic. Go ahead. Like just it was just the first. I'm trying to think. The first time we met, um, was it at uh, was it at Almaza? Or, or it was at the Lahaina. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know it had to be some some arguing involved. Uh huh. And uh, I'm pretty sure me and somebody almost got into a fight. Right. 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 Yeah. See. And but you know, like for people that um that don't know me, you know, that get to get a chance to see this uh, new and improved Nonski, they don't know that man. That was my that was my mo, man. Everywhere I went, I was trying to impose myself on other people, man. And and um, but you know what I'm glad for though. What's up? I'm glad that you know y'all brothers, man, like did this thing, man, and just to watch y'all, man, blow up worldwide, like on the b boy stuff, which will you know as we go into that, but of course. and now with the music and the art and the production company, and the, you know it's like 
And so many of the younger, you know, young, not, I mean, I say younger, but y'all, mm-hmm. y'all grown ass men, you know? Right, 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 right. But to see these things, man, coming out of y'all and just being like grateful that my behavior didn't put me in a position to not be able to build with y'all like this. Exactly. Because a lot of people don't get second chances, man. No, nah, for real. So, you know, um, for anybody that does listen to this, man, if you, 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 you may or may not have heard some things about me that probably they true, you know, probably they true, you know, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that like, you know, I, that there ain't no, you know, my past is my past. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. And the new, it's a new day. So man, right. like this, this process, man, and uh-huh. just to be able to sit down with y'all, like I talked to, you know, um, uh, RJ, Steve, he's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. coming through next month and we're going to talk, you know, he's got oh, his yeah. podcast blowing up. Uh-huh. And a lot of, a lot of people I know is doing big, big things, mm-hmm. but I digress, man. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Uh, let's go, let's go from the beginning. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Um. Let's talk about uh, all the way back. Let's go back. You were you born and raised in Vegas? Uh, no, nah, but I will say like you know, I was born in the Jays, but raised by Rebels. Right, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I got it. I yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, Just yeah. You give me some time yeah. to catch up. Yeah. So, um, when did you uh, when did when you uh, when did you land here? Like, how'd you? Uh, two thousand. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, like you baby. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't two thousand and four. So. Yeah, I said. But um. How did you get into the, to the culture, man? Because, like, y'all was... Okay, so I'm 40, and you're younger. 29. Like 29. So yeah. I didn't even know that. I thought you was... <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But so, yeah. So when I first met you, you was, like, a youngster, man. You was in your teens, mid-teens. Uh, 16. 16. Yeah. How, and how embarrassing <laughs> to be pushing up on some 16-year-olds, like... And Light almost got jumped. Uh, and then... <laughs> But just saying that, you know, so, um, but yeah, so oh, how did man. you get into to, to hip hop? And then let's, and we'll transition that into the b boy So how did well, you get into um, hip hop in general? Long story short, um, you know, I was born in 91 and um, my dad, you know, he's a human beatboxer. You know, he, uh, he know how to beatbox and stuff like that. Yeah. He uh, used to work with a lot of people in the industry and stuff, write people's lyrics and stuff like that. And then like, um, he had a crew called 2000 Crows. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And they do music and stuff like that. And then, they, like, now they branched off. And so now some of them work with, like, biggest artists in the, in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, with him, you know, he's still been attached to his roots. He never wanted to, like, break cover or break, you know, character just because he was in the streets. So he kind of just felt like if the rapper was trying to get more credit on the streets than being a rapper, then he might as well just stay on the streets and get the credit that way. And that was a good ass, you know, impression for me to have. So that's why I have built it off of that. So as I was growing up, I was basically, he'll be beatboxing and stuff like that. We'll go to like the Magic Johnson theaters and stuff. We'll walk down there and then, you know, I'll rap, we all rap, you know, it's, it's four of us, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like it usually be like three of us because the other one was had his own dad so it'd be like three of us you know what i'm saying and we'll go and do our thing after we didn't like shop and spree whatever you know we'll go go get some stuff right and then we'll go get some some chips or whatever then we're gonna go to that Joss theater and not pay nothing because we already got all the <laughs> shit you know what i'm saying in the bag so it'd be hella funny you know what i'm saying but um long story short um i grew up in a uh 
a flag, you know what I mean? Family, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm Where right. the flag was actually red. And so, you know, we had to be played the part for us to live, you know what I'm saying? So for my mom, she didn't feel like dealing with that, you know what I mean? As old as we got, you know, I was actually a little baby gangster, you know what I mean? Since I was like a little ass kid. And uh, I branched it out from Cali and moved it to Vegas. And she was like, we want a different life for y'all. You know, we didn't want to have y'all in that kind of lifestyle. So we had branched off from that and then came out here. But as we was out here, we slowly had to every summer come back out there for something. So I was always branching from here to go out there and everything. And it just became normal. And so now every time I go out there, I'd be like, well, I have a place to stay. I have my stuff out there, whatever. And then I come back. So um, for a minute, it was just like it was you know rap was already inheriting me you know what i mean right like back in the day when i was a kid my mom used to have these tape players and i mean i'm talking about you know she didn't have time because she worked every morning like all mornings and stuff so she would have a tape player and play through her like her uh, tv and just the tape player would go through all day playing music and all that stuff and Word. we'll take them and we'll just play everything from the 80s everything like all the 80s stuff that you can even think of like in a tape player you know and we just play it all day because we didn't have no internet uh, we right. didn't have no cable none so that's what we used you know right so i got stuck off that my whole mind was based off of what the 80s was or what it looked like knowing i was living in the 90s where it was gang stuff you know what i'm saying so yeah, that, yeah. there were no fun but to go in the 80s you know what i'm saying just to live that lifestyle again so i mean that's where i saw hip-hop at you know what i mean right. and i fell in love with the big daddy canes and, and the rock hymns you know what i'm saying i just fell over all that and soon as the 2000s came you know, you know, like the, the Nellies and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It kind of made me feel like I didn't want to be a part of that lifestyle. Right. At all. You know what I mean? It was like, what am I rapping for? What do I want? You know, what is this? Like, what is that? Like, that's my first love is rap. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But Mine just, too. you get me? <laughs> yeah. But just to have somebody under in your caliber that's that young person that you can be able to branch off of was a little bow wow or a little romeo or you know i'm saying crisscross somebody like that for you to be like oh i, I want to be like one of them you know what i mean right but you from the hood you ain't gonna get nowhere you know what i'm saying so the light you know the nationality of me trying to push that realm wasn't it wasn't like authentic for me right. you know what i'm saying because the way i lived you know what i'm saying so yeah. um you know a after a while i just started just going back into the street but then kind of just like dibble to dabbling into the music every you know now and then but i've always knew how to rap but didn't know how to write you know what I'm saying? right right so yeah. that was my thing at the time it's like a skill you know what i mean it's funny that you mentioned it. you know first of all i never knew that about your history man and that's this process is so amazing man that that i'm gonna have to have you come back because i want to have like a talk <laughs> about certain lifestyles and you know things that I think that you know like society expects certain groups of people to be to be a certain way and to see somebody that goes from one side of a line to another you know it's um it says a lot man but as far as the rapping is concerned yeah me too i started uh well i started rapping in 95 um and then um same thing same thing for me like not in the 2000s but in the like right around 2000 it was like well if i'm not going rap Full speed, because when, when when you first get into it, man, you rapping everywhere, right. you rapping on the bus. It's just like, yeah, you yeah. rapping to your friends, a cipher, whatever. It's going down. This is rap, right? Meet up and battles, and and then all of a sudden, it's like you're getting old, and you're like, okay, well, I got to figure out what what's going on with my life. So, same thing for me. Rap took a back seat because I was like, I'm not going to be a rapper or an MC. Right. You know, I'm not going. It's because what at that time, and even in the in the 2000s, man, the odds of 
that becoming your career was extremely low for the amount of people that wanted to do it. Right. And so it wasn't that I didn't feel I was good enough, but it just it was like I felt like like you said. I had a lifestyle that I was trying to be involved in, and it didn't have time for this over here. Exactly. So, and then that's ultimately what led me into breaking too, man. So, um, but that's another thing. Yeah, yeah. Go so, ahead. I mean, if you want to go to into the breaking story, that's yeah. yeah. Well, okay. let's talk about that then. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I mean, I want to I want to get the whole you know whole yeah. history. I mean, because I came out here and. Um, I still kind of had my gangster rhythm, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. still had the, the mentality, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't leaving. So basically, every school I went to, I was getting kicked out. Mm. Like the last school I was in Cali, I got kicked out of that school. And I couldn't go back. But then I had went to an opportunity school and stuff like that. I had went to these other schools where they had like hearing people was like deaf and all that. Yeah. Like I went to all these because I wasn't not, not allowed to go to these certain like elementary schools. Right. I'm talking about elementary, y'all. Elementary, you know all the way back, all the way back. Yeah. But so now, when we go into high school and, and and you know from Vegas, it was like, oh, we're gonna put you in your right grade. We're gonna let you, you know, do your thing. But I still was like messed up. You know what I'm saying? When we first moved out here, we thinking that it's like, yo, this is cool, Camp Snoopy, we good. But then when <laughs> you come out here, it was like we living on the east side. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, Swenson. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's over. Now you see what I'm saying? Like the Vista and all you know that. Yeah. I, we lived over there for a minute, man. I'm talking about we lived over there the way we lived in Cali, and I'm talking like I go to school in the back of the the, the uh, you know the uh, the um the mall, the back, you know yeah, Boulevard, Boulevard Mall. Yeah, yeah. We go through the mall, you know. We we fight up in there. We run out, something like that. We go to class, whatever, and then they ship me from another school to another school called Or. And then or yeah. was so crazy. We was fighting Mexicans and all kinds. Of, people just didn't like black people. It was just so crazy. I was like, "Well, what's going on?" We just got tied into stuff because we cool with this person, and it was just like ridiculous, man. I'm talking about every day was like that. You know what I'm saying? So it was never catching a break when it came out here. You right. Know what I'm saying? It nothing changed. It, nothing it just was changed. in a different place. It was just like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was like that. Like I got homies and everything. It was just crazy. But what happened was. I'm gonna just slide right into it because yeah. everything was just crazy. Um, um, long story short, it was like I was in a uh, what's it called Shadow Ridge. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Shadow. You know what I'm saying? Shadow Ridge, basically. Yeah. And um, it's a cool school, but it still has its ups and downs. It's terrible. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, you know the dude Nico True Rock. Yeah. Shout out yeah. True Rock. You know Pots. He basically was. A breaker in the school, one of the few good people, and uh, Timogen from Potts. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Timogen is actually my teacher that taught me. What? Yeah, I didn't know check that. Check this out, man. He was actually my best, my be my brother's best friend. Word. I didn't know none of these dudes, but every time my brother go on cipher in the in the in the hallway, I'll just check it out. Now, just remind you, I had on red monkeys and bathing apes and I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just hit. You know what I'm saying. And so these dudes want to dance on the floor, and I'm like, I got, I got designer clothes. Right, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, hold on, you know what I'm saying, yo, <laughs> I'm saying, yo, y'all is wilding. And so after a while, you know, my brother's like, yo, man, we need doing the talent show. Mm. We need you guys. You know what I'm saying, like to flip and shit. And um, I was like, man, I ain't into all that talent show. I used to be, but I was like, I'm good. I ain't trying to do that no more. So he was like, man, just, just do it because we're about to have these other people. This is about to be a whole collage, you know, with this Asians and this blacks. And this is about to just be going down. So I said, all right, it sounds cool. Let me do that. You know, I don't want to be missed out on no stuff like that. Right. It comes down to it. They didn't like us. They was like, no, nah, we don't want y'all. We just want Timogen. 
and we just that's all and, and it came out to be guess who it was uh it was ethics oh <laughs> man i heard i ain't heard that name in years man ethics man crew was the first crew that we came up with uh so when you seen them that's when we came out you right know what i'm saying so ethics was like nah we didn't want them and then we was like what Man, Jim, come on over here, man. We got this. So now it got me more hype. Like, I'm going to just break. I'm going to try all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. Like, because my life was already hip hop. You right, know what I mean? Right. But breaking was just, at first, you know how that feels. It yeah. was like moves, moves, moves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as like uh, competitions and ciphers and wisdom and, and knowledge. And right. The it whole was the culture, whole culture. Yeah. So get into that in a little bit. I'm sitting here like, okay, let's do it. So, we practicing. I'm talking about we living a b-boy lifestyle now. Yeah. Tillman Jane got us going out to side of Walmart trash cans, getting uh, uh, cardboards and all type of shit. <laughs> I mean, we in there. We get duct tape from the store. We buy like, coming together with scents, buying duct tape. We just we got a I got a big old house in the backyard with a with a pond in it. We <laughs> I'm talking about we right here, man. We in here getting it like we just break dancing and stuff. Now it took me about like a week or two for me to get my windmills. You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. Uh, exactly. And and I'll just keep watching B-Boy Summit. Check this out. 2002, I would yeah. watch B-Boy Summit constantly. Just like, oh, oh. I didn't know it was K-Mill. I didn't know none of these people. I didn't even know that uh, 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 um, um, Roland. Word, yeah. All these dudes, man, that we saw later on. Air, these are all the people I looked up to. I even learned Roland's set when he was on his fingers. Type uh, thing. Like, I had to learn all that stuff. I was like, I want to learn all this. And it just made me powerful from that point on. Yeah, you man. You know what I'm saying? That, and- so they created a monster, really. Like, yeah. they was just like, you know, you can't. And you was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, me, watch yeah, me. Yeah. And, man, and that's just, it, here's, this is my perspective, too. Like, I love b-boying and I love b-boy culture and, you know, culturally, all, everybody's welcome and all that stuff. Well, one thing that always made me, um, always made me smile coming up, even, like, when I moved out here from Ohio and, and going to jams, I always love to see cats. Me and my cousin Yum talk about this all the time. I always love to see cats. That was real street dudes, but also was b boys like you. Um, is there anybody else out here like that? Um, I, mean, I guess you could say Alfred, even though he's not a yeah, black I dude. I mean, Alfred, yeah, of course. You but know, um, street for sure. Uh, like cats like K Mel or, or yeah. like um, yeah. of course, all the names just drop out of my head. Uh, Sham God yeah. and, and uh, you know hitters that just became that did b boying too. Yeah. It's a it's like a certain level of authenticity to the the roots of this culture and, and again like i say people don't because there was this big discussion last year about guests in hip-hop and who should be here and who who's not and i don't i don't subscribe to that i think hip-hop you know not only did it save my life but it it's i think something everybody can partake in as long as they respect the roots right but when i see the the originators in a i guess natural environment man i always just be like yeah so even though i was hard-headed and egotistical man i always had a good time watching y'all man because it just you know, you see a lot of people, and again, not to talk bad, but you see people trying to create a character to be able to do what they do. But when you see somebody just doing them, and it fits within the style, I'm like, that's you get it. Like you know what? Philosophy. I wanted to get with. I wanted to. I want to go over that. Uh, the house of hip hop and a yeah. guest. Yeah, please. I want to. I want to abbreviate. I want to just make that a little bit because here's the thing. If if somebody was at your house, and they don't know. The rules, the cleaning, they don't, you know, they don't know exactly what's going on in your household. Right. And they come in and you invite them into their house, into your house. They are our guests now, right? Right. right. Okay. 
you have to say the same thing to hip hop. Right. Okay? If you don't know your hip hop history, your roots, you don't know who these casts, you don't know who Cass is, you don't know who uh, Biz Marquis, you don't know who Melly Mel, you don't know any of these people, or you don't know the group, you don't know the like the uh, the the you know you don't you don't know your your roots right. of what hip hop come from from the two years that you at least been alive or the years that has been alive from right. the eighty to the ninety at least, and you don't know anything about that, but you steady want to do the music, you steady want to get the beats, you steady want. You right. are a guest. Right. You are a guest. Right. See, people like Eminem is not a guest. Because he lived. He lived in hip hop house. Right. See, hip hop don't have no no they don't have no discrimination. Right. Because when we came in this game, we came with the Puerto Ricans as well. Right. So we can't isolate and say black. Right. When everything was everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had the white boys that needed to show and prove who they were as B boys at the time in the eighties. Right. That they were be white boys that was in poverty and they were living that style. Do they feel like they get that need to live the hip hop life too or be a guest? So that guest thing is based off of the new breeds, the 20, the 2000 people, the people that don't know about their history. Don't, don't even listen to Shaka Khan. Don't listen to fucking Whispers, the Delphonics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't listen to none of that. You are a guest. You know what, man? I really like that distinction, man. I like that because, like, like you said, this is a culture, it's a lifestyle. So, regardless of what you look like, if you embrace it and you in, and you you put yourself in it, one hundred, like that's all, that's your real life. Right. But if you just coming in, like you say, just for you know, come in, take a peek, do a uh -huh. couple of little moves or spit a burst, mm -hmm. and then you take off and you go back to wherever you go, mm -hmm. with no prior knowledge or or understanding. And no, no desire to learn more about this thing that you claim you love. Mm -hmm. That's that's guest status. I like that, man. It's not, and it doesn't make it a, a confrontational thing. It just it's like it's like you said, show and prove. If you show up, you know what I mean. You you show love. Um, you you willing to even if you don't, in, you know, like you. Ain't, I mean, you ain't got to be necessarily driving around bumping Grandmaster Flash, but you got to know who Grandmaster Flash that's is. That's right. Like, hey, and and. This drum sample, or like you know, the funky drummer that's been used oh, in man. thousands of songs. Clyde you know? Stubberfield, man. right? Like if you don't they know, don't Clyde, know yeah. you don't know Clyde Stubberfield. What the heck? But man. you over here making your beats, you know? Right. Like you got it's it's a it's a way to pay respect. And I know we talk in the breaking sense and the b boy sense when they talk about biters, this, that, and the third. Like there's a distinct like your motivations in being here. Mm. So it's like if you see somebody move and you like on like on some sneak shit you want to take it and like take it somewhere where don't nobody know that person or maybe it hasn't blown up over there yet which is real hard with the internet but like oh i like that i'm gonna and your motivation is crooked then you a biter but if like you say like when you was coming up you was watching videos of cats that's how you learned your moves uh and then you know like you don't do nobody's moves now all your moves is zedic's moves you know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so right. what that would it, oh excuse me so, well, that would be more crazy for me to sit here and be like I go out there, I do a video, and I do an all the moves nobody never seen before. Right. In the breaking industry, that shows how defined I am. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. shows where I'm at. It's like the stuff that you can you can be the witness. The stuff that I'm doing now is everybody's kind of doing now. Yeah. There's a lot it's, of it's just, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I, I'm not stopping. I, I just love what I see, what I do. I, I that's just what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, they don't know where it's coming from because after a while you start to like one person doing it and then the next person the next person. Then you let the next person do it. Then they like that person more than you, or they never saw you, then they end up doing it. So now it's a biting, a biting thing where yeah. it's just like now it's diverse and now you have to make it universal. Versus you stepping back from the scene. You done learned yourself. You already got yourself. 
figured out. You step back from the scene, and now you let everybody just catch up. Yeah. Now everybody's doing the same basic moves, thinking that this is this is how it goes. But you're like, uh-uh. You still need some originality in that mud. And so now when it's like, um, and this is another thing I want to explain, too, why I'm here. It's like, it's crazy for me to be a great art, a, a, a breakdancer, right? Mm. And transition to artists. Right. Like, you know, sometimes I, I think that way, too. But I honestly realized that in this game of of hip hop culture, there's no ending. It's just right. like the drug game. There's no ending. Mm-hmm. There's no end. This is you keep going. So you have to find new ways of of rebuilding yourself. You know right. what I'm saying? Versus being on the same pedestal and knowing that you're gonna fall off when yeah. you know. And then now you are has been more than revamping yourself. Right. And so that's what made me be like, you know. If I knew myself from being this 16-year-old going to be in my 20s, I need to be able to define myself who I really is right. instead of just just dancing just for the culture or for the money or just to get likes. I looked at it like I could live forever by speaking to my people as well yeah. and they can see me. Because if they like seeing their favorite rapper, then they won't be you know, pretty modest or any to, to see me do me. Right, right, and break right. And, and do my thing. So they'd be like, okay, well, yeah, he's defined by hip hop because not only that the verse and the music sound like that and the beat sound like that, but the way he moving is right. authentic. Now I want to listen to that. See, somebody can't listen to a guy that says he's going to go kill you, but then go feed you hot dogs after. Hey, <laughs> right. You got to, you got to, you know, walk it like you talk it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so that's why, you know, I give it out to the Gucci Mans and the King Vons and the people that really put on for what they're doing right now. Because it's like, although, yeah, they, it's not right what they do, but it is real. It's real. It's real. I'm not I'm not sitting here telling you like, yo, uh, being a B-boy is wrong for you or being a B-boy is right for you. It's like being a B-boy, people don't even know what that is anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being a dope boy is what people know because they're already feeding it to you like this. Right. And so now little kids don't even have an outlook to look at you like. So now they got to be a gangster because mm-hmm. they feel like they're not going to be accepted in your world if they're that way. So now I took it like, you know what? You could be accepted by being a B-boy. Yeah, yeah. Nobody never said that you got to be out here be a D-boy. You could be a B-boy. You can go out here, listen to my music, get the knowledge, word of wisdom, you know what I'm saying? Get yourself to either be on the 5% note or be on the mindset where you're just thinking about Allah. You're thinking about being on, you know, um, Israelites or whatever you want to decide to put your mind to, to focus on your inner self. That you need to focus on that first before hip-hop actually becomes and define what it is because if you don't do that then a lot of things that's happening in our circle it starts to fade off yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like just just off of gp like sometimes you could be like i'm a b-boy but then you have so many gangsters in your circle you're a gangster right because after a gangster that breaks yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the gangster breaking was like for me you know where i wear my, my bandanas and yeah. i'm wearing my colors that's just like telling me like okay i can let go or i can express myself through this dance you yeah. know what i'm saying for real yeah. yeah and you know like um in in that same vein like we talk about you know, like, uh, me and my cousin talk about this a lot. We talk about, like, different types of hip-hop, even though it's all one culture, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, the dope game or, or all these different genres of lifestyles that people can live and still be doing hip-hop, in my opinion. 
It don't mean it's what I do or what I don't do. But like, you know, like for the youngsters, like there's young cats in their, you know, teens and their early 20s that are making music now. And they talking about what the young kids is doing. And like you said, it might not be right or it might not. I might not agree with it. Like, hey, man, you should. But when I was 18, I was doing dumb in my opinion, I was doing crazy shit. You know right, what I mean? Right, now, right. I won't say dumb, but I'll say right. I was wilding out. You right. know what I mean? And in my, you know, even in my early twenties, and and um, you, you know, everybody's experience is unique. You know, everybody got to go through their own journey. Like you said, you had a, um, not I, I won't say like a turning point, but like a point in your life where you, your mom was like, hey, look, um, I don't want this for my kids, even though it's what I, it's what I've known, the life that my family or you know we might have known, but. I want to try. I don't know how, but I want to try to give my kids a chance to do something different. Mm. And then, you know, it's like it's just up to it's up to us, man, to like to to transition into that, to go from what we know our lives up until this point to like, is this really what I want? Is this like you said, I, I can let it go. Is this really what I want for myself? Do I want to keep because I got homeboys right now in my old neighborhood out here in Vegas that they're 50. I'm 40. They're mm-hmm. 50. My, my one of one of the OGs from my old neighborhood. He just passed away two years ago. He was 48. He mm-hmm. was in prison for 10 years. Got out and died in a year. Because he went right back to doing what he did before he went in. Oh, and yeah. like you said, even in the breaking sense, but like in the life sense, when the game changes and you don't change, certain shit don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, you go back to those same mentalities and same lifestyles. Everybody don't. You know, he used to always talk about this, and I'm like. He was always say shit like code or, or like, you know, G code. You do this, you don't do that. And and I'm like, based on what you're saying versus what I'm seeing in the street, that's, that don't, that's not a real thing anymore. Right, you see what I'm and it's he not. tried to live by that. And mm-hmm. this shit, he just got ran over. Life ran him over because the game changed. And that's like across the board. Music, dancing, fashion, uh, politics, religion, philosophy, the evolution of life. If you standing still, you're really going backwards because life is going forward. Mm-hmm. But um, let me check the time real quick. We've been going. For, okay, so on that note, let's um, let's talk about let's talk some more about some b-boying before I throw some music on. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about um, the b-boy scene from your eyes here in Vegas in the 2000s. You wow. know, when you was coming up and, and when you was when you blew up and started doing you know winning a lot of shit and all that. Right. Um. So what happened was uh, around the time you know you guys, you yeah. guys, was, this this dude's team was 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 kicking ass, you know what I'm saying, and uh, I got picked up on my second year, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. With the rocks, with the steady, with the uh, uh, house reps. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And um, pretty much, I became pro my second year. You know what I'm saying? The breaking. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it didn't feel like it, but being with the, the crew like that. Yeah. It was like, yo, you got to be going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, based off of me being the, the catching record, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like the guy that has to go out there and, and dominate around or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, The scene was really good, man. I felt like everybody had unity and everything. I felt like uh, the cypher was great. Um, it was a lot more people at the time where I came in. Um, we'll say about like uh, 09, 010, 11. Yeah. 11. We won 11, of course. Yeah. 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 Boys are putting in work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, man, we, we won a couple of years. We, go, we won a couple of years on us. We got a couple of years on us on on, on the city. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, again, you know what I'm saying? Me, 
I always like to teach the crews. I always like to teach the people. I was just a teacher, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't really care about like how dope people were, or if they were better than me or not, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to just teach somebody if they were like lacking on something, you know. I just like to see people look good, you know. And that was my thing when it came down to breaking, you know. Um, I got out of the crew just a little earlier when they joined forces with Rock Force. Ah. So when they got with Rock Force, I kind of just like did my own thing and I just uh decided to get with my own crew. My own crew was Black Vegas. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's when I started traveling a lot, you know what I mean? And going overseas and stuff doing that. Um, it was cool, but at the time I started realizing like I started getting hated on just because of it was like, you know, people knew that you're really good and they felt you was cocky. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so everywhere I went, it was like I was getting rigged. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to get rigged. You're going to get rigged. So I started sitting there. I was just commentating on myself, like thinking like, yo, this is this is not how it's supposed to be. You right. know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be like, yo, this nigga dope. Let him win his rounds, you know? Right. So I came to a point where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not doing what I like to do to make me happy. You know, um, you know, relationships with people were falling off and stuff because they felt like they could be better than me or they were just learning just to get off of me or whatever it was. And so I was like, you know, I want to just shake the funk. The, the scene was even dying out. You know what I'm saying? It was really dying out, meaning like they wanted me to be there to battle instead of being the judge. I was never really going to be the judge because it was like, yeah, we want to see you do the moves. We don't want you to be judging the rounds. So it was like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it gets boring after a while. You know what I'm saying? Like the top people, they fuck with you, but they like, if you ain't on my crew, then we can't help you. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what's we up, We had a man. lot of stuff like you that. You know what's up. So it's just like, you know, after a while, you're like, you know, you, let me just continue doing my music because if you really realize what I was doing, I, I was doing tattoos uh-huh um i was you know selling a lot of shit you know what i'm saying yeah you know just all kind of shit you know what i mean anything that you could think of i was just getting it off <laughs> anything <Yeah. laughs> i get off anything then i like made shirts i got that off yeah and then people will like hawk stuff and then i'll flip stuff so now we got like our shoes phones tvs all kind of stuff you know what i'm saying like right. you just got all kind of stuff and you just so i was never like broke I was always hustling. I was always, you know. And yeah. so it came to a point where life got in the way where it was like, now you got to teach kids how to break. Yeah. The YMCA's and now you had to do this. Now you had to dance on the strip. Now you had to go to, you know, uh, what was that? The Santa Monica Pier to go do some, yeah. some running, some hitting. So, again, everything wasn't so sweet when it came to breaking. Right. But a B-boy knows what the life we have to live. I felt like, and I want to say this, a real B-boy is a real hustler. Right. A real b-boy is a real gangster mm. them the ones that's real street street people that people has to go to just to catch a wreck you know what i'm saying right and you know that these rappers ain't they're not the streets anymore they have to go get the streets you know what i'm saying Word. you know what i mean like they, they they used to be street because back in the day it used to be the hustlers with the bins and the chains and we're like oh i want to be like him right so i'm gonna write about that man yeah i'm gonna rap about the way that man is and now i'm rapping about a benzo and a chain and all that and now we switched over to hey we want you to tell on yourself we need you to be a rapper yeah so now you're telling on yourself about what you're doing in the streets on top of you putting it on wax so now we're looking at like the b-boys that had that used to have a voice that used to talk about the black political about the five percent nations about all this stuff that brought the universe a better place to live 
with words versus us being like, okay, well, we can't even live on the earth with this mumbo jumbo stuff. Right. What what what, are I, what do I have for me to feel like I gotta get up and hustle every day? Or right. I'm living in poverty. There's no song I could find that's gonna make me feel like that unless I go listen to something from the '80s, right? Or right. from the '90s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like your poor righteous teachers type stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm, now you know what I'm talking yeah, about. You know, like X Clan, like we yeah. that type of stuff. You know, Public Enemy. You know what I mean? That type of stuff was that was hip hop. Yeah. That was a b boy. Right. You know what I mean? He talks about that man that got those juries and all that, and that's where they came out to. Now, is this man that that we talked about is now talking about himself. Mm-hmm. And so now we're like, uh, what we talk about now? And we were like, okay, how much I ain't got a food? I ain't got a spoon. And how much I ain't got my baby to get him diapers? How much I ain't got? you? We're, t- we're talking like that, and people are like, I don't want to hear that. Right, like, ooh, that's not. Yeah, that you get it. That's not. I don't want to hit. That ain't real. That ain't. That ain't real. What's right. real is this man right here. He going to jail for murder. He going to doing this and doing that, and he's getting glorified. This is what you need to be like him. You can't be like this b boy right here that went through it all and, and went through the trenches like for real. And and no no doubt about it. Right now, all the b boys that you know are basically doing the shit that was like the eighties. Right, you know what I'm right. So that's why we don't talk about that type of shit on the mic. We don't talk shit like that. You know what I'm saying? We come with these cool ass bars and metaphors and keep that shit to that. And we keep our mouth closed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if anybody's watching and listening, a B boy don't talk about their personal lives. Or, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny that you brought that up, man, because I went through a phase um, probably about last year, man. I was listening. I was listening to a lot of. Um, you know, like the and I, and again, it's I don't say these things to like speak on these people, but it's just the the concepts that we talking about, right? So you know, like DJ Vlad and those cats, they do interviews oh, with like cats yeah. fresh out of prison, so and so did a twenty year bid, and this, that, and the third, and I'm like, all these videos, man, they have millions of views of of this story, like you said, this man either he ain't been he he was in and he got out, or he's like in the lifestyle right now, which means he's about to go in at some point mm-hmm. and like they they giving you step-by-step instructions on how to live this lifestyle that they used to live you know what i mean and like we get in this weird ass bizarro culture of cats who got their game off of youtube like mm. they learned the streets quote unquote mm-hmm. from youtube right. and that's why this shit is distorted out uh-huh. there and i'm not saying i condone or condemn street life as it, it's a way to live when you like you said when you don't have things you got to do things to get things and when mm-hmm. your opportunities is limited you go for like the most immediate solution mm-hmm. so i you know it's not about a morality thing it's about like you know the life that you live but so i'm watching these things and i'm looking and i'm reading the comments and and I'm, I was guilty of it, too, because I was watching it. I mean, but I wasn't trying to go out and live. The, of course. You know, so. Mm-hmm. But just saying that to say, like like you said, man, it, and the music is, you know, they got free my dude, free so-and-so. Uh, and, you know, cats, these, I didn't hear about Pop Smoke until he was already dead. Yeah. And I was like, and I like, you know, I, I, I mess with his music. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm like, I don't have to feel like I'm listening to my life to enjoy music. Mm-hmm. So that's not my lifestyle, but I like his sound. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking and I'm like. Damn, this brother didn't get big until he died, or the King Von, or um, mm-hmm. uh, Juice World. These kids, mm-hmm. and and to, for lack of a better way of saying it, these young, you know, young men, early twenties, mid twenties, and um, they're living this. They they're trying to keep up with the hype. Even that kid, um, and uh, the six nine with the Treyway and all that right, stitching right, back right, and right, forth, right, and right, 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 it's right. like 
they were using him, but he was using them to get his cred because right. he couldn't put in right. no work. Right. And I'm like, well, I mean, uh, to speak on that type of note, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like a lot of times people that they, they talk to these people to criminalize themselves or whatever, mm. it's like you do it to yourself just because you put out the music you put out for right. them to even ask them questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Let's just jump that up. Because first of all, if anybody know me from the streets, they know where I'm at, where I'm from, versus this person that's sitting right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never heard it. I've you known know you saying? almost 15 years. I you never, what never knew. Yeah. So th- th- that's what's going to stay like that just because this is me. I'm I'm just real. This is how real it is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This yeah. is real hip hop, real culture. This is real me. Right. When you got people that's telling themselves are getting indicted and stuff like that, basically what's happening is, is this. Is the police always been looking for their ass? They always been wanting their ass. They so they've been having to plow and hit on them for so fucking long that they finally won. Right. They put a goofy ass motherfucker that's <laughs> in there to try to exploit them, throw them off, and they did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. All, in my hood, all the people that I, in my hood got indicted. So yeah. are they in jail? They, you know, they they did. They moved, so uh, most of them became, you know, uh, the nation Islam. So there's not a lot of alternatives, and that's the thing. Um, I, the cat's name is, uh, you know, who my son is from yeah. New York. Yeah. He always says that, man. He's like, yo, they don't tell you about the the finish line for no. gangsters and dope dealers and pimps. They don't tell you about that. You get to see the, like you said, the fur coat and the the chain and the benzo and all this, but you don't see the 20 years, the 25 years, you know what I'm saying? or like what the, you know, it's like. Because they don't want you to, you know, they they don't want you to weigh the consequences because mm-hmm. you might not do what you what they need you to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it shit just blew my mind that little section. I was watching it and I was like watching it play out from an interview to a record to uh to the to this person getting twenty years or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, you know, even young cats like Bobby Schmurder, like you talking about catching a body on your record, now like you said, now their ears are open. They're like that's a key phrase. Now we're gonna watch and see if he actually has a body. But you gotta think about it. That they, this this whole field is about money. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So if if you don't understand about what you put yourself in that type of position, like if you gonna put yourself in this position where you are gonna be a top dog for 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 like a whole world or just a half or a country or a group or just a state or a street or whatever it is, if you are gonna be that person, just know what comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know that you being that man like how Nipsey was, yeah, big and powerful, don't think for a second that ain't nobody trying to take you out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's like they don't even got that kind of power. And they feds. Right. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. I'm I'm feds and it's like I'm feds and you don't have that kind of power. Right. To to you know what I mean? So in a mindset, we looking at the way the world is. It's like, yo, Vlad and all these people—they a bunch of police people that used to be ex-polices that's giving polices money and, and, and businesses and, and information. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? They sitting here telling you, oh, we're not doing this, we're not doing that. But if you go on YouTube and then you look on the caption, it says they said Vlad was a a, a fucking fed, and it's on his page. Right. So it's kind of like you're. What is it called? Like you're, you're like you're you're double standarding my mindset on yeah. the way I think. It's like okay, so you put I'm a Fed, but I don't want nobody to know on your yeah <laughs> or your 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 page, 
And I look at it and I'll be like, he says he's a fan. You don't know. Let me click on it. Right. For a clickbait? Yeah. Nah, man. That's, that's not a clickbait. Hiding in plain sight. That's hiding in plain sight. Yeah. So him, not wire, all these other people, I be like, you know, these people be knowing the shit about you. Ain't no way in hell. If you don't know anything about me, how the fuck they do? Right. And you is closer to me. Right. You more closer to me, know where I sleep at than right. these people. And how the hell they know all this? So again, I, I'm not going to state out too much. If you, you know, if you are a God body and you rolling with hip hop, hip hop is based off of God body, you know, 5%. Leave that shit it is. The 85 is going to be the slow, blind, mental. Leave them the way they is unless you have a kid and you grow up. Give them that book. Let them learn about it. Now you just build it a God and he could take on and help everybody else. That's mm -hmm. just how it's supposed to be. Or but nobody don't have that talent to do that or the knowledge to even think like that. So we stuck right here with the music where we choppers, 16s, <laughs> yeah. you know, ammunition. We kill your ass while you sitting in the car. Stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like you said, like we, it's like you playing it on, like people playing their lives on repeat. Like this man did it and he got like that little bit of um, gratification, like a couple years of fame. Right. Or like a couple years of I got all the money. I got all the whatever I want. I'm flying all over, and then I got some some ladies, you know. And boom, bam! I get all my instant gratification. It's gonna. It's like you run into a brick wall, man. I mean, don't get it twisted. Some of that stuff is cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm well, not living life, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to <laughs> like it. You know, I got rings and chains, but it's like this stuff that defines me is the way the culture was, right? Versus the way it is, like the people it is is like motherfuckers want to go get outrageous stuff to yeah. define who they are and i don't have to it's not it's not on me it's in me right right so whatever i put whatever i put on is just gonna represent what i'm doing right you know what i'm saying but if i start to put on gang of cubalines diamonds and all this and all that then it defines who i'm supposed to be right to you oh yeah he's a rapper he's a trap rapper whatever yeah versus like oh he's a b-boy i could recognize this you know, just like how we say peace. Yeah. Some people don't know where that stuff come from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you say peace, it's from the nation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Peace, peace God, to the gods peace and the gods. Earth. And yeah. some people be like, you know, they thinking I'm saying, please don't hurt me. Like, I'm like, you know, like, but I, yeah, but no, I'm like, I'm, peace, peace. And I just let them know, like, this is what this is. Like, I'm hip hop every day, bro. I had a, um, on that note, what you're saying about like, People not knowing where it comes from or not taking the time to learn those phrases, expressions that come from a certain, you know what I mean, background. I got a homegirl, um, she lives in Japan and she just published a book about hip hop, but she went and stayed in the Bronx for like a year and just was embedded in the, in the you know, the birthplace and the culture, and, the yeah. culture mm -hmm. and wasn't trying to like act like she rolled there. She was there as a tourist. Mm -hmm. She loves hip hop as her whole life. And we had a conversation about it because I was, I was going to buy her buy her book even though I don't read Japanese which is my fault because I've been yeah. playing with Japanese Konnichiwa. for years right yeah. Konnichiwa. right and uh, she was like um, but she she said because I was like oh hip hop's really big in Japan and she was like yeah but just what you just said she's like they uh, they love the hip hop but they just love it as like a, a surface level thing rather than taking the time to understand where it came from to understand the mentality that created it like you say the conditions the poverty the, the active you know the It'd be so crazy, man. Like life is crazier than than movies a lot of times. When you think about like think about New York in the seventies and the eighties, literally like the police creating situations to be able to have work. Putting dope in the neighborhood so they can bust dope dealers, burning down buildings so they can 
you know it's like this shit blows my mind yeah it's like it's like um they using something like they using sources it's kind of like a peanut butter with no jelly and you know what i mean coffee no sugar that type that's the one of those it's like you know they take the yin and the yang you know right. what i mean so it's like they learn how to play that if you really think about it yeah you know the yin and yang is black and white mm-hmm. so if you really look at that if i take the yin and you take the yang what's really left there's really nothing really left right you know what i'm saying but just poverty you know, fights and stuff so versus them trying to connect us together basically saying okay we need to say that this white president is is good for us right you know sometimes we like oh we just had a black president yesterday that means it's like okay let me just explain you go to denny's okay uh-huh. <laughs> and you go get you some pancakes and they are the pancakes but then they come with this um um uh, birthday cake right <laughs> it's, it's kind of like pancakes it's but. pancakes but it's birthday cake pancakes and then they, you eat it and you're just like oh snap like, this is this is good you know what i'm saying like mm. okay so i'm gonna come back you come back they're like oh we don't have that we got the regular one we back to pancakes today <laughs> not how you feel about that right it's right. like you just had something that was so great and then you just got it took from you and that's just how the, the world is sitting you know what yeah. i'm saying like sometimes you gotta let people actually feel what they feel versus having a race be involved right you know what i'm saying like like do i feel safe with the president we have i mean i'm gonna be honest i i know too much about what i know for me to be like for sure or not for sure Mm. you know what i'm saying but i do know that my opinion is my opinion and the way i move is gonna be the way i move but if i start to express people how i feel that means I want them to feel how I feel. Uh-huh. And I want them to do what they're going to do. If You know what I'm saying? I want them to. If they decide to be that way. If I say, hey, I don't I don't like Trump or I don't like Hillary. Then now you got people defining hate towards right. you. Versus you saying, oh, they cool. It's just I wouldn't have been my choice. Right. Now you left it open to be like, okay, is it cool for this person to be gifted or is it not? And sometimes I take that to to the extreme that's why i take that like the yin and yang you know mm. what i mean this was like if i'm black and you white but then i go vandalize your store what makes you think your people ain't gonna hate me right right you see what i'm saying yeah but not just me all of us all that look yeah. like me right and so that's why again i'm in my own skin i'm dark literally like how everybody say it is a black person they say black person i'm really black (laughs) (laughs) yeah there is nothing you can get around that so now let me think about this what am i supposed to be saying Mm. am i supposed to be saying some knowledgeable stuff so i should be supposed to be saying how can i kill myself faster then you're gonna look at me and be like yeah i see why black people shouldn't be the way they should be Mm. versus you get i give you a hope i'm giving you a chance right my personality is giving y'all a chance to be like yo black people could be the way they need to be without feeling obligated to, to be, be a, the other the way they, they they say you should be so when you heard my song today you didn't hear no guns bullshit nothing glock, glock, glock. you heard oh that was funny that was dope that's right. true that you know and so that's why i wanted to define my music like that in my 30s All right just as i so for me to come here was the epiphany of saying like yo i'm 30 this is what we moving like yeah you know what i'm saying i like that i appreciate right. that the move uh we're gonna take a quick second man and i'm gonna play a um i'm gonna play another track real quick i'm gonna uh, this is my homeboy from uh, vancouver canada his name is switch uh and this song is called visine 
And uh, we'll be right back, y'all. Turntables ain't for sale, and it's collusion, it's all collusion, 
Prosecutors held back on sharing evidence If this report is accurate, this is collusion. Stand back and stand by. Oh, the news. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. The way of life can be free and beautiful. We have lost the way. Lost the way. Lost the way. All right, we're back. Um, that was, uh, well, the first track was Visine by my boy Switch out of Vancouver, Canada. It is off the Blind Faith album that he just dropped. You can check that out on Spotify, man. He's a dope dude. He's, he's cool people, man. I've been rocking with him for a while. And then I followed that up uh, semi-unintentionally, but intentionally uh, with Collusion by See For Yourself. Um off the Divided States of America EP, man. He put that out right around election time, man. I had been meaning to get some tracks uh, up on the air, man. And he's, he's a super cool dude, man. He's um, he's actually Zedek. Uh, he's a, an MC out to Super Crew. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. His, uh, his cat's name is C For Yourself. Um, I don't think he breaks, but I found out that he does like a lot of their music. And he's a super, mm. you know, he's a cool dude, man. I'm trying to get him to come down, man. He's in L.A. But uh, real quick, man, I want to, I want to, I want to, dive back into what we was talking about off the air man um uh so in the wave of you know like obviously 2020 forced a lot of people to change how they move and and what they moves is and all that and um and so a lot of people moved into the digital space content creator as they call it independent artist entrepreneur those are the words that are being thrown around the the digital space right now but like we was just talking about man like you've been moving like that for uh, probably almost around 10 years 10 years you've been moving in the independent and what you just said before hustle yeah. which now it's got a they got a name for it so it, you know they co-opted it's it hustle. but 
So let's talk about that, man. Like you, you, you took off um, with your independent moves, and and you kind of like you said, you ain't looked back since, and you've been doing relatively well, if I might say so myself. <laughs> 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 so yeah, talk, let's talk about that, brother man. Tell me about the independent movement, being an entrepreneur in today. You know, from back then when it wasn't commonplace to now, like kind of it's oh. kind of shark infested these waters. You know, man. All right, so check this out. I'm gonna just be real. If anybody's doing music and y'all ain't getting no money for y'all stuff right now, y'all is dumb as hell. Mm. I'm sorry, like dumb, hey. dumb. Gotta dumb. say it real. I'm just being real, like. It's 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 simple. I can't even if I if I explain it, is this gonna just be like, really? Is that easy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I I'm gonna wait until everybody stay tuned with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna wait till the comments kick in. I'm wait till you know what I mean. You get enough reviews and all that stuff from your stuff. Yeah. And uh, you buy me over again, and I'll I'll give them the game. Yeah. You know break saying? it down for. I'll them, break yeah. it down. But until then, I'm just gonna sit on it. But um, <laughs> I started doing this um, 2018. Around 2017 was like um, I was getting signed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With a label, uh, I got signed off with a label like no no crap about like six months. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And with this label, uh, the label kind of just like uh, they had the money. You know what I'm saying? I had the brains, so. I knew how to make the beats, knew how to mix it, do all that. You know what I'm saying? The mixing wasn't all that good at the time, but I still knew how to mix it. You know what I'm saying? So it came a point where uh, they were doing something different. Then, you know, they they got into altercation with themselves and decided to just break loose from it. And I just walked off from it and I just decided to take the money that I was working hard or whatever I had. I just invested it into myself. I didn't care what it was. I just said, you know what, all in, you know. Mm. And so when it came all in, it was like I put the money up and got myself started, you know, put the first song out. Well, I wanted to own Ride With A Ghost. That was the first single I, I remember out. that, yeah. Right. And it's funny because I actually owned that song. They didn't have nothing to do with that song. They had a song to do with Suicide. You know what I'm saying? And Suicide in the video never got done, never got dropped, which I should just drop the snippet. Of that mud just because it just took a lot of money and it took a lot of people in the process so i'm sorry for a lot of people with the process and i hope that you guys are rocking with me on the next footage for sure but um this year i'm gonna have a lot of videos you know what i mean pushing out this year so that's a good thing um i don't know it's just that they, they wasn't rocking with me the way i wanted them to they didn't see my mm -hmm. vision i wanted them to i wanted the b-boy look and they wanted the trap drug look you know they know they wanted who i is versus what i want to push right for the community like for the kids you know so i was like nah man like i ain't trying to do all that you know but, like, but this is authentic you know this is <laughs> right right you like mm. nah man i'm good so you know i just I, I stayed i stayed myself you know what i'm saying like um when it came to streaming and stuff like that you gotta understand everything since you know what i'm saying yeah. you know so um all my music is being played in california yeah yeah you know california radio you know most of one of my close people is you know sticky fingers you know what i'm saying shout out to sticky fingers Word. You know what I'm mad face you know yeah that's my other family right there you know Word. what i mean that i go over to cali and, and show love to um yeah it's just, it's 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 a, it's a thing when it comes down to social media man mm. you know i always have to use my facebook and my my instagram to fucking you know 
post my stuff and all that you know i have to go and tap into twitter although i don't really use my twitter but i i'll use it you know what i'm saying and then i have to tap into youtube to make sure that all the videos are really right and everybody subscribed so once you got that going on then you know like what right direction you in you know what i'm saying right. when it comes down to social media you know what i mean if if all your stuff is running if you wake up and you got facebook instagram you know uh uh twitter you know you got videos somebody liking comment you got all that that's what you want to focus on having all those uh, one comment one one like whatever just get that stuff moving that's what people don't realize is you gotta get your social media moving you know what i'm saying you gotta make some make people feel like you're not dead right you know what I'm <laughs> yeah for there's sure. a such thing as being dead on social media you know what i'm saying yeah the, so the thing is is that we all know that's a young man's game right right young kids game wherever y'all want to say it so for us we're just not getting out of that you know what i'm saying us 20s 30s but we're just not getting out of that because we already inherited you know what i'm saying like yeah we already know what this is so when something new come up like tiktok or something like that we like Whew, okay yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. It's like oh what is this now you know what i'm saying like ain't this the same thing as this is how our perception is but then you got these young kids blowing up off of it blowing up now you get it yeah. but it's like it's an outlet in that yeah so yeah man you know you have to realize that the social media plays a big part in your career right you know what i'm saying because it's basically saying you can go to texas you can go to you know miami you can go to florida it's like you saying that but in a networks you know kind of situation right. you know what i'm saying so um and for you to try to get that rolling every day you kind of want those those followings and you want your 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 name to go up at the top you know so by me been doing that for so long right i'm talking about every day i wanted to make sure i had a thousand this a thousand that a hundred this a hundred that you know what i'm saying and every day i will check it like it's a video game every day and i'll comment something i'll put a picture up or whatever and after a while i started going thousands thousands hundred million k's it's like oh shit so it was going up yeah. now once i knew that was up that's when i knew that my career was started and i go up to my spotify and see fucking seven seventy one thousand three hundred and sixty something plays Word. you're like what the f you know what i'm saying so you go go thank cali like yo thank y'all appreciate y'all you know on the five for listening to my music and you know what i mean it's just it's, it's a blessing you know for you to kind of keep going you do got some days that it get cold where it's like them days where they get cold i'm gonna teach somebody listen to yourself no not just listen to yourself listen to yourself in the music like listen to yourself you'll win you know what i'm saying if you got cold days where you're like damn ain't nobody rocking with me you go rock with yourself Word. go listen to all your goddamn music that whole day you'll feel good about it you Word. know what i'm saying just saying that's another little gem right there because yeah. you're making money off of that yeah any plays so it's like you might as well play yourself right you make money off yourself you Earth. know what i'm saying why not <laughs> a million dollars a game for free right there though nah, right there but you know and that's interesting because you know like generationally like you said as you know the young kids when tiktok came out of my eyes i was just like oh god i can't <laughs> But then, you know, it took me years to even get to Instagram. I was like, I'm never I'm never going to get an Instagram. I'm doing the Facebook thing. It's only Facebook. And now I don't even really Facebook. But I'm just saying it like, like, you know, um, if you're familiar with Gary Vee, the motivational. Oh, of course, man. He always says it, man. He's like, you can't stop the evolution of certain things. And technology is 
always evolving. Social right. media is always evolving. So if you if you if your life is about being in the public eye to a certain extent, whether it's music, art, dance, all that, like you just said, you have to go where the people are. And 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 another thing to take from the quote unquote 2020. Like with all the online jams and online shows, the Versus series that Swiss Beats dropped. All these things are showing you like you ain't got to even leave your house to end up in China. You ain't even got to leave your house to end up in Australia. You know what I mean? You make a video or, you know, you do lot, you go live or you go, you know what I mean? Whatever. And then you, you see people tap in and they, you know, in Singapore. I just talked to my homeboy last week. Um, uh, his uh, Radio 3000. And he's he's out in Thailand. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. not only am I talking to a brother in Thailand in real time, mm-hmm. which is crazy, right. but like that's what he was saying. Like the international move is there. You just gotta go get it. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta tap gotta, into yeah. it. Yeah. And so that's for anybody listening, that's where, like you said, that's and like you just said, it's free. It don't cost you anything to listen to your own shit. It don't cost you anything to to get up every day instead of for me turning on the PlayStation and checking in on <laughs> checking in on hate or destiny, right. seeing what the dailies is on destiny. Right. I can check in on on the gram or check in over here and see how can I get a couple more people involved in my movement. Like so, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's I like that. That's what I'm talking it about. It just makes you feel like you grinding every day on you know. Your athletics, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you're building, you know, an arsenal of trying to become the person you want to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, it's like a lot of people want this lifestyle of right. being an artist, but can't talk to people. That's a tough one. I got, oh, I got a homeboy. <laughs> and shout out to my homeboy, uh, Deadbeat Donnie, man. He's a dude that does all my my intros music. He did my last one, did both of these, and did both of my video game thing uh, intro. But he's an introvert. He's right. been making beats for 20-something years. His beats, in my opinion, is dope. Every time I ask him for something and I throw a bunch of ideas at him, I want it to sound like this, but I want it to be like Space Ghost meets the the Simpsons, uh, but it has to sound 8-bit. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. fucking does it. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you're a wizard, but <laughs> yeah. you don't make no money off your beats. Exactly. And, 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 you know, like at the end of 2020, I said, you know, he lives in Ohio. He's one of the guys that I came in my first rap crew. Yeah. So, um... I talked to him, I was like, man, well, since I, I move around a little bit on social media and I understand networking a little bit, not right. like, I mean, I ain't, you know, I ain't got no huge following, but uh-huh. I try to interact every day. Right. I was like, I'll help you with that. Like you help me with the artistic aspect of, I, I need something to sound like this. Yeah. Cause it, in my head, I can hear it, uh-huh. but I throw like 40 different samples at him <laughs> and he mash it up together and it become a thing. Yeah. But like you just said, like, you know, like you need to be making money off your shit. If you, he's like, that's all I do. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, I make beats all day when I'm not at work. And I was like, and you not you not paying your bills, even if you sell because he's that's so crazy, bro. That's yeah, crazy. he's so, so in crazy. locked in. But I'm like, even if you selling your beats twenty five dollars a pop or leasing them, I don't even know how that world works. But if you lease a hundred beats, that's twenty five hundred dollars. This man, oh my gosh. Listen, this, <laughs> I was just saying, man, like, come on, dog. Like, this man can be his own artist yeah. as a beat man. All he has to do is just make his own record label, make him as a beat man, and just make the beats and then drop them. If he don't know anything about MF Doom. Oh, of course, yeah. Personal. Just, just it explains right there. Like, right there. You can, you can either rap or you can make the beats. Yep. You're still gonna get the same kind of money. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna get the same kind of money. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, you can like make all these beats, but then spend one thousand, just one thousand, on an artist, just to get on it, 
and pay for your video and be like, this is my song. Word. Now like you know like a DJ cat. Cal- Anybody. There you go. Yeah, There's you a go million saying. cats. Like, now you go, Sam. They be like, why the fuck is he always in the video? Because he made the he he made the collab. Now you get this his song. It's literally right. his it's song. His this song. dude that's rapping ain't got no money for that. He right. got the money on the back end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't pay everything, so now he in the video like what's up? And he said not a word, but that's his whole song. Right. Even we the, the best. I'm yeah. just saying. Now you see? Yo, you gotta understand how DJ Kelly would pay you half a million dollars to do a verse and then tell you, hey, it's mine now. Flat out, no and royalties, like, no. And, and you will see the money. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Five stacks. But he got way more than what he just gave you, just because he the, five, the yeah. radio is playing your shit. But it's we the best. I'm like, okay, yeah. You get five. <laughs> you get five hundred stacks. He gets five million, or 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 more. I don't even know the number game. You know what I mean? Man, like, it's it's kind of like this. The number game is so ridiculous that okay, if you want to talk numbers, let's say. Each number is in his own bracket, okay? Mm. Let's just say that. Let's just say um, when you make a song, that's his own bracket, meaning that's his own money. Let's just say you make a million off that. Right. And that's done. But the person that owns everything, <laughs> he has another entity than just, just this song. Right. He has the video entity. Oh, he gets paid for every time the video get played. He got another entity. He just put his money on Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. So he gets a part of that too. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. So, oh yeah, wait, you got merchandise? Well, he's gonna get a part of that too. So that's right. another entity that this man just getting off of just for one song. Right. Versus you off of one song. Mm-mm. That's what I'm talking about. And that just that ties into what we was just saying about the independent lane, man. Like you own all your own shit. Right. You own all your that and then you know, like we could talk about like traditional crazy things in the industry like when michael jackson owned the rights to the beatles music right and uh george harris or was it george harrison or paul mccartney paul, paul, paul McCartney. mccartney they hated he hated him because he's like i mean we could say this he he hated him for him being so brilliant right because it was a smart business it was move. just a smart like, business move. the beatles music is timeless right i'm gonna own this right but the thing is is that when he owned it people don't understand that he also he bought it and then paid it back Mm. For the billion dollars, so nobody can ever buy it. Right, right. So now it's sitting there and it's on billion dollars where it's like, who's gonna pay a billion dollars for that? Right. Michael Jackson did that. You know what I'm saying? So that was power that was powerful. It's like for you to to pay like a, a couple million for for you know their 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 uh titles for their for your royalties or you know, uh for the masters and yeah. stuff. It's like, okay, I'm gonna get these masters and then now I'm gonna make a million, a billion dollars off of this person, and now that shit is a billion dollars. Boom! Now it's like, who gonna buy that? And it's the top, the top songs in the world from these guys. Right. That's in the billion dollar bracket. Right. And so it's it's just. But nobody never talks about that old school Wu Tang album that never came out. The one that what's the name bought that uh that lawyer dude. Yeah, no, that uh, little fucker. The yeah, he bought it and and um did he did he ever get it from him? Mm-mm. That and but you know and to tie that into what we talked about earlier. That just goes to show somebody who is not of hip hop. If I had an unreleased Wu Tang album, <laughs> I put that motherfucker out for free right now. No, I think I would have sold it to the hip hop gallery mall. You know what I'm saying? Like I would I would have sold it to them so they could put it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be in my closet. It wouldn't be in my closet. I love Wu Tang next too to much. my drawers. <laughs> <and some> sh- <laughs> But yeah. draws and it's like, nah, man, I'm good. Like, I love Wu Tang too me? much to not listen to it yeah. with, and let everybody love it like I love it. Now, you see what I'm saying? 
but that goes, you know, like we was just saying about um, the industry and guests and understanding what you are part of, right? So like you educated yourself on all these different aspects and it only it's like two plus two equals four. It makes sense for me to do my own thing because everything that happens comes into my pocket. Mm-hmm. I get to decide when they say, hey, you want to make a video um, where you wearing a dress and you and I'm not knocking nobody's lifestyle. Don't take this as a, anybody listening. Don't take this as a closed minded statement. It's just a statement to illustrate how I am versus how I might have to act to get on. Like, hey, well, you can get on, but you got to dye your hair pink. And I'm like, well, I've never dyed my hair. I'm not going to dye my hair. You, as an artist, was like, this is not acceptable to me because I know how I want to come off, and it's not worth what y'all are trying to give me. Well, th- th- that's the thing. So about my hair, right? Because my hair used to be black and stuff. Yeah. And um, when I had first dyed it, they were, you know, I was with the label, and they were like, yo, man. We think we should dye your hair and all this blonde. And they were doing all kind of crazy. I was like, nah, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, uh. So I came to a point where I was like, you know what? If we're gonna dye it, make it gold. Word. You know, so you know, it came to a point where it was a golden retriever. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just like that. And I was the first one to actually have it. When it comes down to the dreads and the braid and the, the stuff up, it's just coming from me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been around for many years just having the same look. And you know me. Y'all late to the party, man. Yeah. Basically. They, it's real talk. It's just, they, they, their hair get longer. So they're like, well, we should do with it. And they just look at you and they, okay, we're going to put ours up. Right. That looked dope. I want to. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at first, when I had it up, we all knew it was like, what the? F-? You know, it, nobody else in it the was scene. It was weird looking, too. You know, it was weird when you go to the jams and saw me with my hair. Up, he was like, but see, for me, like I understand the the the, the historic black culture. So yeah, like yeah. when I see again, when I see King, natural yeah. black looks, when I see you know what I mean, like I like like Jamaican style, or when I see like you know locks, or when I see, um, I I embrace all aspects of, of my culture, man. And but everybody else don't. Everybody else is here for this. But now certain things. You might, man, I've been on that. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, now y'all rocking. Okay, everybody rocking now. Okay, fine, whatever. But, you know, but saying that to say, it's like my boy uh, Tech told me about this a while back. We had a conversation when I first started doing the podcast. He was talking about the percentages of people and how they get to what's cool. Mm -hmm. So it's like you got the 25. It's not even 25%. It's some crazy small number that, that, that lead the way. Like, you know, if you think in an artistry sense, like Prince, Prince ain't never did what anybody else was doing. He was always doing his own thing. Legend. Years Legend. before people. And still doing it. Right. And so then, now, then everybody else, you got the, they're not the cutting edge. They're like just ahead of the curve. They get it like a year or two before other people. And the internet's cutting down on this. But they get it a couple years before people. Then you got people like me, who I get it when everybody gets it. Yeah. Oh, are we wearing Nikes? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you got people like where I'm from in Ohio. It's a small town. They get it after it's passed, but it's cracking to them. Like it's yeah. like you know, like oh, we're no, wearing Nikes. Like, like you know, what's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of Nike, so I think back in like 2012, 11, my boy RJ, tell him about this when you see him. He was the first one to give me a pair of Harachis. Woo! One of the illest shoes of all time, if you know I had. I was the first one that was literally rocking them on a daily basis, bro. Okay? Pay yeah. attention. He Now, you know those shoes, the limited edition type shit. So yeah. when he had them, he was like, I'm going to give you these. 
he used to, we always, I always buy shoes from him. So I was like, yeah, let me get those. I'm rocking them. I'm wearing them everywhere. People always ask, what's those? What's those? What's those? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were so comfortable. So when I when I got to them again, I was like, yo, let me get them brown ones. So I had got the brown ones from them, and then I had put the brown laces on them because it, it just looked like peanut butter. I, I took the brown laces, and I put the peanut butter laces. Yeah. So now it was like a like a Reese's peanut butter cup looking. It was hella sick. So people were like, what is those? And it was just crazy. So every time I had got a pair, I was like giving people a, you know, the same pair off my feet. I'd be like, here, 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 here. I mean, I'm telling you, like anybody, anybody would tell you, no cap. I was always like, here, here. And so now I had to go buy a new pair, and then I gave my old pair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm talking about like about two to three years later after that. I'm talking about I got jam competitions, me wearing Hirachis, yeah. winning in them shits. But two to three years later, me and my girl, we walk in to the mall, and we see white and, and black Hirachis on display. Uh, I'm like, what? And I we and I, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like I, I got a pair of these and. They got them in the store, and I could never buy them at the store. No, you couldn't. You had to find them. You feel me? Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is crazy. So every year, I just kept seeing brand new colors and all that to where I was like, this is not me no more. Nah, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it was done. <laughs> I was done. I was done. So now I'm stuck on my shell toes right now. I'm stuck on the shell toes. So when you start to see shell toes getting crazy, just know your boy Z is yeah, kicking the game. right back. I'm a trendsetter. You know what I'm saying? Just know that. And you know, uh, on that same note, you know what sneaker is like that for me right now? What's that? Air What's Max that? 90s. They're everywhere and i'm like fuck i can't even do it because they're one of my favorite sneakers right i remember when i first moved to vegas atn and them will tell you this man i made everybody get pairs because i was like these is the best sneakers of all time and he was like oh no 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 disrespect to my crew okay. man but i had to lighten them up a little bit because i'm like y'all not styling enough okay. man like, we need to but that was what that was what i brought to the table right, like right. i never had crazy moves you know this i just nah. i like to dance top rock and i like to to enjoy the, the the hip-hop style yeah and that was it was important to me just like you know it was nice to see cats like you and brothers that got both right, Bre right. like bread and like cats who was fresh mm -hmm. and was dope right but you know like we all have our thing but i used to tell them man and now everywhere i go man i see all these colors of 90s i see all these different you know what I mean? Like just wonderful colors, and I can't, I can't get. The them. internet did that. Yeah, I'm like, I can't now. Y'all got this too many. The internet, they did that. They made <laughs> made them things look nice. Yeah, they ruined. <laughs> and ruined. But saying that to say though, all that stuff like you were saying earlier is um, it's part of the philosophy mm -hmm. of hip hop, mm -hmm. right? The way you look, mm -hmm. the way you talk, mm -hmm. the way you enter the jam or or the, the show or or the you know, the, the party anywhere like what you listen to, who you was rolling with, like all y'all activities is all part of like this culture that that we cultivated from growing up. Like, again, y'all at the jam, 15, 16 years old, in the same room, I'm 25 at the time, or I was 26 at the time then. Mm -hmm. and, or no, 27, damn, I'm old. But so saying that to say, my style, I'm at a different point in my timeline than you guys were at that time. Right. So like, I'm looking at y'all, and now I can look at people in different generations and I can learn. Like back then, I couldn't learn nothing from no young dude. Like, man, y'all young, y'all don't know shit. Mm -hmm. But also, y'all did know shit. Right. Because the kids, the young people are hip hop. They're right. the ear to the streets. Right. They create the new shit. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I couldn't hear that. Right. So now I'm at a point, man, where I get to just get so much from this culture. And it's like, it's almost like, not overwhelming, but man, it's, it's so amazing 
And I'm like, I missed all this for 20 years yeah. plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I started, I started, I wrote my first rap with nobody's help. And I say this, I'll snitch on myself again. <laughs> I was, I mean, it's, it might not be hard to tell for most people. I was a corny ass kid. Okay. I was a corny ass kid. And I used to get beat up at school with all this. And I was like, I thought maybe if I could rap, people would fuck with me. Right. And so I remember I was like 14 and I had one of those old ass Windows 98 computers. Or no, it was like Windows 95. Old ass computer, no internet. And I, I remember typing a rap. That just goes to illustrate how corny I was. I didn't even <laughs> write it in the notebook. I typed out this rap. Wow. And then... I, and then, like, a year later, I got kicked out of the school I was going to for um, assaulting a teacher because I was angry, young man. You know gotcha, what I mean? Yeah. And I was an angry 20-year-old, too. Oh, of course, yeah. But um, I went to this new school, and there was this cat I used to play uh, street ball. I used to be in a street hoop league, and um, I used to play our side. with The town would play his side. And he was one of the only people I knew from that side of town that would ever have anything to do with me. Right, right, right. Because like, I was the corny dude. Yeah. I could play ball a little bit, but like that was the only connection I had to the street. Right. So I went to his school, and he we used to he he took me around his homeboys, and they're still my friends to this day. The cat I was telling you to make the beats, he's part of the same crew of dudes. I met him when I was 16, 17, but then I started rapping. Mm -hmm. And just saying that to say, like, ever from then to now, this that's the lifestyle. The cult, the culture, all of this is all coming. I'm like, damn, 25 years in this culture, and I'm just now starting to get to enjoy the whole thing, as opposed to trying to like dictate it and make people do what I want them to do. You can't break like that. You can't dress like that. You can't rap like that. That's corny. You, you know, like all this. Now I'm just like, everybody doing, everybody's doing themselves, and I get to enjoy the benefits of that, man. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, um. Let's see, we got we got a little bit more time, man. So I want to talk about right now. Okay. Obviously, hip hop's grandson coming out. We got that this year. You said there's gonna be some videos in the works. Yep. Break down for for the people, man. Like, what you got going on right now? All your different, not all, but like the ones you want to share, the moves that you're making. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, um, right now, <clears throat> I'm branding myself, which overall records. Uh, independent label. Um, pretty much thinking about like having a movement. You yeah. know what I mean? Having a new wave. You know, struck the scene, like the the city. You know what I mean? The scene. Like usually we have the drug dealers, but I I want to build an arsenal of b boys. Word. Real b boys that not a spit that needs some some beats. You know what I'm saying? That needs that new not that new wave, and we just gonna take off from there. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna go in and do the norm. You, you know, we get four or five people, you know, we represent, you know, we get out there, we do bigger things we, in as much as possible. Um, I got money in stock, you know what I'm saying? Big so, moves, y'all. If y'all don't know about that, man, like man. investing. And then people be telling me, like, how you get money on Tesla? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you know about Tesla, uh, then you know, man. I'm like, I'm like hey, I, bro, they be shocked when they hit up, but I'm like, hey. Let me tell you something, man. Anything's possible. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have money on on stock. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to at least retire when I'm 40. I ain't mad at you. I ain't <laughs> even mad at you. It's a good year to retire. <laughs> you feel me? So um, right now I'm just trying to like build a, a street team. You know what I mean? I got this uh, this show called uh, Lost Zedic. Okay. You know, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Las Vegas is basically like everybody I'm cool with. You know, I have this show that's just me just interviewing them, hanging out with them. You know what I mean? So 
I go and reach out to every artist out here and hang out with them and have an interview just to let them know that they know me. You know what I'm saying? Stuff right. like that. Like, um, more of a cohesive thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I, I, I led it to that. You know what I mean? So that's coming out. And the uh, reason why I'm dropping the album because it was like it was time for me to define what hip hop is, what the culture is, what us, you know, us as Americans, what we doing, you know what I'm saying, at this time. You know, we lost a lot of people last year. Yeah. So it was like, it's hard for us to listen to the people we once knew just because they're gone now, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And so we have to actually branch out a new wave for the system so that way we don't be defined as murderers and killers. Mm. We're more defined as, you know, poor righteous teachers you know what i'm saying we the ones that's going to teach the the youth uh another wave versus what they're trying to do right now and i mean i give it up to callaway and, and benny the butcher you know what i'm saying those type of people right now you know what i'm saying rap city you know what i mean there's a lot of uh you know hip-hop artists right now that's real hip-hop that doesn't have that background that we we once know but they know you know what i'm saying they know about it they they're not like saying they breed boys and stuff but they are part of that five uh that that five elements you know right they're part of the five elements in there but for me to be a hundred percent five element you know what i'm saying to have the hall all the elements and trying to define myself as a, a industry artist that's just gonna be hard just because i'm not giving what the labels won't right you know what i'm saying i'm not giving them the guns smuggling and telling them myself <laughs> yeah. that's why um right now um i can only stay on this project and just hope for the best that i can change the community and make them believe that they can just be a hip-hop standing down guy yeah. without trying to be a killer you know what i'm saying just to prove a point and so right now it's like um i would never say that i'm like i'm like uh, I'm whack or however we say it, like we're nerds or something. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing nerdy about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just what it is, man. You know what I mean? Like, if these people are real drug and gangsters and stuff like that, do you think they're going to be trying to portray that lifestyle? No. No. You're going to be quiet about it. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with it. Word, know? word. Um, and last but not least, man, um, any any shout outs anybody you want to show love to man like people you came up with anything like that man just some drops real quick before we close yeah out. so i like to get a shout out to my boy noski you know what i'm saying from the battleborn city you know what i'm saying i like to get up to house of reps you know what i mean yeah for brett you know what i'm saying for smirk you know what i mean give it out to myself my kids my father you know what i'm saying god you know what i mean I give it up to my son, you know what I'm saying, Zed Ezekiel. Give it up to my moms, you know what I mean? Giving it up to my brother Comics, you know what I'm saying, R. Mills, you know what I'm saying, overall camp. You know, giving it up to everybody that's still alive that went through all the trials and tribulations. You know what I mean? Giving it up to all the single mamas that's out there still struggling, you know what I'm saying? Making sure they still hold on. Shout out to all the people that's just been left ain't never been forgotten you know what i'm saying shout out to everybody that's been grinding and never spent no damn money (laughs) shout out to everybody that really put on for their city and never left you know what i'm saying shout out to everybody that drink water you know what i'm saying (laughs) shout out to everybody that invests in their money into everything that they feel like they believe into and most and foremost Shout out to your health. That's what's up. 
Because without that health, you won't be here. Peace. Yeah, health is wealth, man. That's for real. And, um, you know, to close out on that note, you know, it's it's so dope, man. Two conversations in a row um, with you and then my boy Radio before without even having to prompt it. Conversation of financial movement, investing, uh, you know, stocks, um, S&Ps, um, you know, IRA, like all these things that you can do. Like you say, I'm trying to retire when I'm 50, you're trying to retire when you're 40. Right. If you make the right moves, 10 years is more than enough time to build the wealth. And I don't mean just in a money sense, but like in, to build the wealth that you can live the rest of your life on responsibly and have your money making money for you. I, I said this too. I say this all the time, man. 50 just said, I saw an interview and he was like, if you, if you have to work to make money, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta step it up a little bit myself. That's you know, true. it's like if your money, your money should be making money right. for you. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I'm think I think about that every day when I like, what am I buying? I hate buying shit when I'm out. Me too. The only time I ever buy <laughs> shit when I'm out is like when I'm running behind. Like I would bring coffee, but I had to buy coffee because I was running late. <laughs> nah, that's that. Nah, that's too. That's way too petty. Oh, <laughs> I'll be thinking about it. I want every penny. Bro, you man. gotta get you something to drink, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop acting like that, man. You're the, but I'm, too? I'm behind the ball though. You know what I mean? Like when I was 29, I was acting a fool. So I'm a little late. I'm a little oh. late to the party. But you know, I know I don't have to be like. Ebenezer Scrooge. I just, I'm just trying to make smart decisions that will allow me to live the lifestyle I want to live. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like this kind of stuff. I like building. I like, you know, sharing experience. And it's so crazy. We talked about this off the air, but, um, you know, like Las Vegas as a city has so much to offer. And historically, since I've been here, mm -hmm. just in the b-boying and in independent hip hop underground, I'm not talking about the strip, and I'm, I ain't got nothing against the strip. I love the strip, of course. I, it's part of Las Vegas, but like, it seems like th there's been enough bumping heads to prevent artists from blowing up out of Vegas. Mm. Like, um, you know, Campfire, Campfire Music, my boy yeah, Samson. Yeah, shout out to Campfire, Samson, and um, and um, Art. Yeah, man, they, man. they, you know, like these is really talented dudes, but like in these like um, interior squabbles that we have, instead of building with each other, right. we we most of us from then to now have been like, I ain't going to his show, I ain't gonna buy his merch, I'm not fucking buying, I ain't paying attention to his album, right? But now I think we start to see that like as a community we can we can build big. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, I mean, that's what I'm all about this year. And it, it took me a while to get here, man. 2019, I started trying. And then 2020, you know, it was a lot of sitting down. Right, but it right. allowed me to focus on, like, I get to see everybody. Like, damn, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people I know and I've known for a while is doing big things. Right. How can I support that? No. You know, if it come down to buying merch, buying music, sharing stories, you know, just little social media uh, boosts here and there. I'm like, man, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to be a part of everybody's journey just a little bit. And it, it pays off, man. Like, the people I've reached out to, everybody has been supportive of, of just coming through and chopping it up for a couple That's hours, right. you know? Yeah. And I appreciate that so much. Um, to everybody listening, everybody who will listen, man, I appreciate y'all as well. Even if, it, if it's five people, ten people, a hundred people, a hundred thousand people. <laughs> Anybody and everybody, man, who has been a part of my journey up until this point, um... Man, I'm so grateful for it. And I almost threw it. I was so determined to throw it away before now. 
So, um, man, shout out to uh, my boy K Fly. Uh, shout out to the four letter word herself who is mixing, mastering. Uh, she's doing it all, man. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity y'all have given me to have a platform, uh, a bigger platform to be able to, to have these conversations. Uh, even though he's not here, shout out to my boy Triv. He's a wizard, man. He's the studio um, sound engineer and more. Like Jack of all trades, um, my crew, uh, God, my mother, um, my family, my friends. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm grateful today to live this life. Uh, I'm going to play one more song out of the gate. It's... Um, Another song from my boy C4 off the, the Divided States of America EP. Uh, for everybody in attendance, man, peace, love, and respect, and we'll see y'all soon. Ain't my mom, ain't my sex, no. 